Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. Thanks for tuning in today. We're going to uh, cover a few things, but before we do that, I want to, before I kind of go into what we're going to talk about, uh, oh heck, I'll just go into it right now, right? I'm just going to say, we're going to talk a lot about vaccine injury and the vax mandate. We need to not forget what they did to us and what they're still doing to us and the potential long-term effects of what they have done that we can't stop. This stuff is in the bodies of tens of millions of people. Can't be taken out. It's in there. And the longer we go, the more we find out about vaccine injuries and the different things. There are lots of people who said, I told you so, or they warned you. They tried to say, they were not, now we're saying, I told you so. In the beginning, they were trying to warn us and let us know. And they just got, they just got sloughed off. And you repeated their information on social media, then you got a 30-day ban, or you might get just banned completely like Twitter did to a lot of people. We're going to talk about the ridiculousness of Joe Biden a little bit because how could you not? He just, every time he marches out there and does something, he's given more speeches today. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, man. He's up there talking about mental health care. Okay, Dementia Joe, you know, Swiss cheese for brains up there talking about mental health care. Uh, his dog, I feel, I, I've got, dude, I have, and by dude, women, I'm sorry. I mean that generically as in mankind, you know, hey, Dude, all right, just so you know, I, I have I have two, as mo many of you know, I, I've expressed it over time. I have two German Shepherds and I've raised them both since puppies. I trained them. I spent time with them. I bonded with them and they are the most amazing, wonderful, caring, empathetic, loving, loyal dog that you will ever, ever have. On the other hand, if you don't take care of them, if you don't bond with them, if you don't treat them right, if you don't give them what they need, which is a bond and, and a stable environment and routine, if you can't give them that, then they're going to turn on you. Joe Biden so far has destroyed two animals. And uh, I tell you what, man, he has no business owning any dog let alone a German Shepherd dog. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit because he's got dogs gone wild at the White House, man. They're biting people left and right. Both, he's two dogs now. Let me just keep biting people. But before we go into to all of that and maybe some other stuff, I do want to, to kind of cover something in general, and that is this. Do not dismiss your enemy so to speak. Know thy enemy, right? So what what do I mean by that? Well, I'm going to tell you what I mean by that, obviously, or else I wouldn't be on the show right now talking to you. I get I get messages. So let me, let me back up a little bit. I post articles and I use receipts sometimes to show the ridiculousness of their position, sometimes to show that, hey, man, they, were, they got the head topic right, but the, the minutia is in the details. Because when they start the spin, that's when they really start the line, but they hook you in with an actual topic that might interest you. Like, hey, we want the cure to cancer. And then they'll go into all the minutia on how Joe Biden is curing cancer, which is total BS, right? Extreme example, but one. And I have people that come to me and say, man, Dan, I don't know why you put this stuff out. That's all liberal. You know, New York Times, that's all liberal propaganda. Why are you posting this? Or, oh, Politico, Dan, why are you posting political? I'll tell you, you know what? And, and they say, why are you posting this? all just a liberal rag, a liberal rag. Rolling Stone is a liberal rag. Yes, you're right, it is. You're, you're 
your base foundation of what it is is true. And you're correct there. But it would be a huge, huge mistake to just discount and ignore your enemy. You've got to know what they're talking about, what they're thinking about, and where they're coming from. Or you're just not being prudent. You're being lazy. You're you're putting your blinders on. Okay? Don't be them. What I mean is, don't be so blinded that you hear conservatives say all the time, liberals are so close-minded, I can't even talk with them, they won't even listen to me. Check yourself. Is that you? When it comes to views and opinions and publications that you don't agree with? And I don't say that so that you can be absorbed into the matrix or the Borg, if you're a Star Trek fan. I say that so that you understand by having such a closed mind and not exposing yourself to other thoughts and ideas, first of all, you're not able to debate and argue with others from a base of knowledge because you won't accept that knowledge. You don't know where they're coming from. You have to know where they're coming from. How do you know where they're coming from? You read their bullshit. Okay? You look at political once in a while. You look at the New York Times. You look at the Guardian. You look at these sources that they cite all the time. Bloomberg's another one, among many others. So you know where they're coming from. So that when you engage in debate, you can come from a base of knowledge on where they're coming from so you can not get down. All right? So that's one. Oh, and once in a while, you know, you might come across a good idea or something neat or something, you know, hey, I never thought of it that way. Maybe your friend has a certain point on a certain thing. Maybe, you know, this particular thing wasn't so whacked out after all. Is it so hard to open our minds enough? Because if we don't, if, if we don't do that as conservatives, then we're the hypocrites. Because we're constantly accusing them of doing that, of being closed-minded and not open to other ideas. And that goes for, for, uh, for different, even know your friends too. Don't, and, I, and I've talked about this before, I'm, I'm probably gonna talk about it several more times before, before the elections come around. And that is don't put your Trump blinders on so tightly that you're not willing to look at other opponents. You know what? Some of these other opponents in the GOP field have some good ideas. Even Pence. Wait, no, no, not Pence. Screw Pence. He has no good ideas. But many of them have some good ideas. All right. Christie has some good ideas about donuts. You know, I mean, if you want, if you want ideas on donuts or where to get the best deep fried food or something like that, you might want to talk to Christie. He can probably help you out in that direction. If you, you know, if you want new fresh ideas off fresh off the 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 burner, man. No, Vivek Raswami, man, he's got my attention. And he should have yours too. And that was another instance of, you know, oh, I'm just gonna believe what someone says right off the bat. And you know, Quick note, after that, 
Rasaswamy episode where I explained that he has no connections with the Soros at all and all that information. I got messages in my DM. I got lots of comments on the posts of the video and on the video where people are saying, thank you so much for sharing this information. I did not know that. Because they just assumed that what they were hearing out there, that there was a connection to the Soros with Vivek, so therefore you shouldn't support him or even listen to him or just discount him out of hand. So I feel like I did my job. I feel like in that case, and I felt good. It felt like I got some information out there to some people who didn't know it. And the only way I got that information was by having an open mind and letting myself openly explore the possibility of what was out there. As Kamala would say, without the burden of what has been. <laughs> There's the Kamala cackle, the Dan Nunn Kamala cackle. But uh, but it's true, you know, and, and, and anyway, so here, here's another example of it. So t- today um, there was something going around Twitter. People uh, freaked out about it a lot. And it, it's just, um, so, so Brianne Tannehill, complete, complete, whacked out lefty. Okay, first of all, let me qualify this. First of all, she is a complete lefty. This particular post or tweet was specifically designed to get clicks, all right? Because she's probably getting some ad revenue from Twitter. And so she puts out some of these things once in a while that are specifically designed to get clicks. And so many of you fell for it. She says, people don't understand the impact of climate change. Take a look at this map. Anything above 90 degrees Fahrenheit means that outdoor activity is likely to be deadly. 95 plus, and you cannot survive outdoors, even if you're in the shade, doing nothing. Okay, well, at first glance, you know, that's ridiculous, right? At first glance, Dan said, there's something more going on here. I'm going to look into this. And so that little chart down on the bottom, and and I, I can't blow it up large enough here or the the resolution will just go to shit. And you won't be able to see what it says down at the bottom of this, this graphic on the bottom. All right. It talks about, this is a wet temperature. So what she's saying is technically true. Now by, by a, a wet thermal temperature, which is what it says on the bottom of the, the chart here, that means a thermometer wrapped in a wet cloth exposed to ambient air temperature. So it's not the dry air, air temperature. If you just stuck a thermometer out there and it's 130 degrees, you would die. Wrap a damp cloth around it and put it out there, it might say 95 or 90, right? So anyway, um, I'm going to admire the hustle. I'm going to say, you know what? Bryn Tannenhill, you're an absolute idiot for the things you believe but you got a lot of people. All you had to do was go to her Twitter page, scroll down about three times, about, you know, you know how you scroll, you know, about three times and you'd have seen this. For all those who think they're dunking on me, the chart clearly states that it's wet bulb temperature. Wet bulb temperature? Go look it up. That's what I said. So she was being deceptive, certainly. Misleading, absolutely. Trying to get click, it was clickbait, no doubt. But the point is, people see that 
and you get you got sucked in. Tons of people got sucked into it. Millions of people got sucked into that. Oh, what an idiot. Oh, she's so dumb. You don't die in those temperatures. I live in Texas. Ba da 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 da. The attention is in the details. Where what is that data? What data is she talking about? Oh, wet bulb temperature. Okay, what's that? Go check it out. And once you do, technically the tweet she made is 100% absolutely true. Anyway, something to think about when you're going about your day and doing your thing. Um, I would encourage you to not take your, you know, to, 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 to not just assume, don't make assumptions based off of your immediate reaction. Digest a little bit, think about it, use some critical thought, do that in the election cycle, do that with the Republican field because we're going to get some good ideas out of Vivek and, and out of Scott and out of several others that are in the field. Don't discount these people and their ideas. I'm a Trump man. Trump's going to win this thing. Trump is by far and away going to win this thing. He's the only guy who can fix this country too. But if you completely ignore all that information from the other candidates, you're missing out. And you could come off in, in a debate or an argument with someone looking pretty dumb. So don't be dumb. That would be my, that would be my next thing. You've got school districts suing schools because they don't want to notify parents. In this case, it wasn't, a, it wasn't suing, it was fining. Temecula, California School Board, they caved. So the state of California said that they put together some curriculum that had a lot of information on LGB plus the TQIA plus BS. And Temecula School District said, no, we're not, we're not going to institute that because they're not required to. But if they don't, the state can find them. And that's what Gavin Newsom did. Gavin Newsom says, look, if you don't institute this curriculum as the state has said you need to, we will fine you $1.5 million. Now, you know that school district budgets are tight. You know that they don't just have tons of money to throw around, unlike the state and the federal government. So Gavin Newsom throws an insurmountable obstacle at them. Look, either you teach this curriculum in your classrooms or we're going to fine you $1.5 million. That's a tough thing, man. What do you do? You can't afford to operate without their money. And you can't afford to operate if you have to pay the $1.5 million fine. It's like that's how the federal government controls state departments of education. You don't get any federal funding for anything unless you do what we tell you to do. Complete strong arm tactics. It's, it's, it's horrible. But anyway, a conservative California school board in Riverside County has approved a previously rejected social studies curriculum for students in grades one through five. One through five. That briefly discusses life and legacy of Harvey Milk, aside from being human rights activist and the first openly gay elected official in California. Milk was accused of acting inappropriately around teenagers. He was a pedophile. Leading many to question whether it was proper for children to be learning about him. Seems reasonable to me. They had originally ruled three to two against having the uh, curriculum, but then once the state threatened them with $1.5 million 
Fine. They adopted the curriculum. Over in New Jersey, in New Jersey, you had a school district that uh, simply wanted to notify parents if children were considering changing genders or wanted to use different pronouns, not even prohibiting it. All they wanted to do was, look, parents should be involved and parents should know what's going on. If a child expresses that they have gender confusion and they want to change their gender identity or they're changing their pronouns, we want to let the parents know. The governor of New Jersey had this to say. The current governor of the state of New Jersey, Democrat Phil Murphy, who joins us from Middletown. Uh, good morning to you, uh, Mr. Governor. I, I want to pick up on some of the things we just discussed there, including um, when it comes to transgender care in your state, because I know your administration has sued three New Jersey school districts for adopting policies to tell parents if their children are showing signs of changing their gender identity. Why is Mr. Christie wrong when he says parents are the ones who knows, know best here and they should be involved? With you, let me say unequivocally, I will not be going to chrischristie.com. Uh, listen, we took these actions because it's the right thing to do to protect these precious young people. This is God. a complete culture war. Uh, and by the way, Chris Christie was really bad for the LGBTQIA plus community, and he underfunded public education by $9 billion with a B dollars. So with all due respect to the governor, uh, I'm not sure he's got much of a leg to stand on. But parents are always involved. It's it, it, certainly in our administration. They're always at the table, and they always will be. But let's... They're always at the table, and they always will be, unless, unless... They want to know if their child is considering some sort of gender identity crisis. Then the parents don't fucking matter, okay? If that's the case, the parents don't matter. Screw them. We're going to go ahead and help them no matter what. We're going to keep the parents in the total dark. They don't have a right to know because, he goes on to say, we need to respect the rights of the LGBTQIA plus community. And if we don't allow children to express themselves openly because their parents don't want them to, they were, they were trampling on their civil rights. We need to protect the children, he says. No, you need to, what he, what he meant to say, he, he misspelled indoctrinate. They don't want to protect the children. They want to indoctrinate the children. You know that, I know that. Anybody with two brain cells in their head knows that. Even if they won't admit it. But it, can you, I mean, look at that. And that clip, that's about a three-minute clip. I, I, I could play the whole thing, but I just summarized it for you. He goes on to say, and, and you can stop up my channel. You can go watch it if you want in its entirety. But uh, yeah, yeah. Think of that. The state suing school districts because they simply want to notify parents that their kid might be experienced a gender identity. Maybe the parent ought to know about it. Maybe the parent knows best. Nope. No, the state can't allow that. State can't allow that. Let's not forget. Oh, before we go there. Oh, a couple more things. Hey, check this out. I talked to you uh, in the monologue here. Biden dogs, Biden dogs commander terrorizes Secret Service. 
agents. President Biden's dog, Commander, the newly two-and-a-half-year-old German shepherd, he's bitten seven people, seven Secret Service, not just people, Secret Service. Can you imagine being a Secret Service agent in the Biden White House? Man, you've got to help this doddering old man from falling downstairs or upstairs or just falling down, period, tripping over the Resolute desk, who knows what, maybe going the wrong way in the Rose Garden or, or this way or that way. So you've got to babysit this guy, remind him to change his diapers once in a while, and you also have to look out for his vicious dogs, his rescue dogs that are running around that are completely untrained, that are untamable, that are going around biting you. And on top of that, you have to do your job of protecting the residents of the White House. <laughs> oh, man, this is this is clown show. Clown show. All right? I feel bad for these dogs. He's gone through two dogs now who have done nothing but bite people. Why? Well, because dogs re require a bond with somebody. German Shepherds in particular. They require attention. They require training. Your handler has to have a connection with them. And German Shepherds are extremely empathic. They will pick up on the vibes, vibrations around you mentally, physically. If you're stressed out, they're going to get stressed. If you're, if you're disoriented, they're going to get disoriented. If you have Swiss cheese for brains, maybe they're going to get Swiss cheese for brains too. But they're going to become anxious. They're not going to know what to do. And, and when they get excited and anxious, yeah, they might do something stupid. These dogs are not bad dogs. They've got horrible owners. This guy, this old man, I, I, I question any elderly person taking on a large breed dog like this. Not a large breed, medium breed. German Shepherds are. But it's not an easy task. These dogs require a certain type of training, a certain type of attention, and they need to have companionship. They need to have people around them, and it needs to be the person that they bond with. It can't just be any old person. You can't just put a team of Secret Service agents on your dog and think that the dog's going to grow up to be all fine and dandy. It's not surprising to me that these dogs are acting out. And it's sad. And I hope that the, these dogs, um, I hope they aren't ruined for life. I hope that they get, uh, at some point, wind up in a home that can give them the attention they need and that will love them and bond with them. You see, I have two German Shepherd dogs. I love my dogs. I got them when they were puppies. I trained them. I brought them up. I spend an exorbitant amount of time with them every day. A lot of times they're in the studio with me right here. How many times do you suppose a commander hangs out in the Oval Office with Joe Biden? Just hanging out, just being a dog. I would bet that those times are zero unless there's a camera in the room for a photo op. Sad. Sad, sad stuff, man. And Biden is a pathetic human being. He's a criminal. He's a liar. He's a plagiarist. And he can't even be nice to animals. 
that and he leaves the border wide open for children to be trafficked through on a daily basis. We're going to talk about vaccines a little bit and I'm going to start off and by vaccines, I'm not talking vaccines in general. Okay, man, some of these vaccines might be good. I don't know. Any more, more and more information comes out. I'm wondering what the hell are we even doing with these things? But, uh, but the most recent vaccine, the COVID vaccine that was forced into many people, uh, one of those uh, segments of people being airline pilots. 83 Republican Congress people representatives voted against a bill that would have allowed the rehiring of airline pilots who were fired because they wouldn't take the COVID vaccine. Now we're, we're short on airline pilots in case you hadn't noticed and more planes are crashing as well. Flights are behind. They can't find the pilots to man the flights that they need. There's a higher demand for air travel than there are qualified pilots to fly the planes for all the people. And so what does Congress do? They squash a bill that would have allowed pilots let go because they wouldn't take the vaccine to come back. So imagine that. Now, new pilots, they can come on without getting vaccinated. They'll take new pilots without getting vaccinated. But if you if you didn't take the vaccine and got fired, you can't come back. So then it, then it becomes about control. And so I got to wonder, what are these 83 House members? I'm not going to read their names off, but there's, there it is right there. Take a screenshot. Take a screenshot. This is all also posted up on my uh, Twitter and Facebook pages. And Truth Social. So you're welcome to grab it from there. I might have put it on Instagram too. I think it is on Instagram. Anyway, you can find it. It's not hard to find. So there are the 83 Republicans that voted with Democrats to not allow pilots to come back to work that had been fired because they refused the COVID vaccine. Something didn't know. That's what this show is about, is giving information. Remember when they told us that all the vaccines would be great and safe and all the people who didn't take them were the reason that everybody was dying? Let's not forget what they said. Let's not forget where they were. Let's not forget who said it. And let's not forget the outcome because man, this is just starting people. I'm so sorry to say this. I am, I am certain to my core that we're just now starting to see the extent of the vaccine injuries that are going to be happening. And it's scary. Check this out. When the chips are down, these, uh, civilized people they'll eat each other you are the unvaccinated you are the problem it is the unvaccinated who are the problem period end of story the only people that you can blame the only people you can blame this isn't shaming this is the truth maybe they should be shamed are the unvaccinated it's time to start blaming the unvaccinated folks not the regular folks anyone you came into contact with will blame you as will the rest of us who have done the right thing by getting vaccinated. Because frankly, we know that we can't trust the unvaccinated. I think it's time to get our moral house in order, Anderson. It's the unvaccinated who are the threat. All those vaccinated folks are going to start wearing masks to protect the unvaccinated folks. It's called 
a Christian value. You're basically punishing the vaccinated uh, for the the sins of the unvaccinated. People are not behaving honorably. The unvaccinated are basically saying, well, it's open season for me. I can do whatever I want as well. The, the unvaccinated are basically beating their breasts and running around the country saying, ha ah, ha, we don't care. We're living free and so. Ha ha ha. Guess what? We were right. <laughs> F you. <laughs> yeah. What a bunch of sheeple. Oh, the science. Follow the science. What science? You were the science. You're the guinea pigs. You're being tested on right freaking now. And the vaccine injury data that's starting to come out, the, the blood clots, the sudden sudden deaths, the myocarditis. Dude, these things are flying through the roof. Over 100% increases in all of these things. Young, healthy people dying for unexplained heart conditions that they never had before. No heart conditions in the past. No issues in the past. All of a sudden, boom, dead. And yes, this has happened for those of you deniers. All you, all you vaccine injury deniers out there. Yes, it's happened in the past, but not at the rate that it's happening right now, not anywhere close. And it all started to change in 2021 when these vaccines started getting distributed in large portions in mass doses to the massive population. And the, and the thing is, we only hear about the celebrities. You know, we only hear about the, the important people, you know, the big people. If, if and, and that's happening almost daily. There's a new celebrity or a new rich person or a new, you know, important VIP that that has either died or collapsed or ended up in the hospital from blood clots or an unexplained heart condition or myocarditis. And so if all we're hearing about are those people, imagine how many of us normal plebes are out there, all the peasants. It's got to be massive. And a lot of it's just going under the radar, just like they were overstating COVID deaths that were in the hospital. They're understating deaths for the masses from unexplained heart conditions. But there is data out there, and the data backs up the fact that since 2021, when the vaccines were widely distributed and widely injected into the populace, people are dying. There's been weird things with menstrual cycles. The birth rates are starting to change. People, I'm scared. This scares me. I think I'm a pure blood. I never took a vaccine, but I did have a, a very major open back surgery where they had to uh, replace one of my vertebrae and uh, L1 around there, do some fusion. I had to take three units of blood. During the surgery, I didn't have a choice whose blood it was. I couldn't pre-stock my own blood. I couldn't have a relative donate blood. No, you can't do that anymore. You can't do that anymore. Unless you're, you know, unless you're one of the special people, one of the elites, I'm sure they have their own blood on stock that's all screened. But I didn't have a choice, you know, because I'm one of the normal people. So I took three units of blood and I've, I've noticed some changes since then that aren't related to the surgery directly, but other changes in my body that I think might be related to the blood. I hope to God I'm still a pure blood and I don't have that crap in my body, but I might have it in there to some diluted extent. And that scares me too. Um, 
I'm not easily scared. But I'm scared for myself personally with this thing. I'm scared for mankind in general and the fact that they totally brainwashed so many people and stuck this thing in them. And every day we see more and more instances of this. Tori Kelly rushed to hospital after collapsing in L.A. restaurant and losing consciousness. Singer remains in ICU. She is treating for life-threatening blood clots in her legs and lungs. Hmm, weird. How about this? Healthy 13-year-old went to sleep and never woke up. We're sharing her heartbreaking story to warn other parents. It was an unexplained issue that was never there before, a, a brain tumor. Horrible. Brown's Marquise Goodwin suffering from alarming blood clots in legs and lungs. Oh, there's another blood clots in the legs and lungs. Uh, Brown's wide receiver, professional athletes, people who are in peak physical condition. Speaking of, LeBron James's son collapses at practice, ends up in the ICU after having cardiac arrest at practice. He's recovering and okay, fortunately. Then, of course, you have the soccer uh, or the ESPNN uh, announcer who was announcing a soccer match. Um, and I'm going to warn you, this is somewhat, this could be disturbing for some people, this particular clip. So if you're, if you don't like watching people pass out, uh, don't watch this. But this was him. Check it out. I urge everyone, if you haven't had your shot, please visit the How to Get Your COVID-19 Vaccine in Newcastle webpage on the Newcastle City Council um, website. You can schedule your vaccine on there. Go out, do it. When you take your vaccine, you'll be saving more than just your life. You'll be protecting so many around. From PSG, he's not going on the same guy. of Japan. What are you Now, we don't know. We don't know what caused that. We don't know. I mean, maybe his knees locked up and ran out of blood in his legs. But uh, it's just too much. It's too many people, too often. This guy, uh, now, now he, didn't, he didn't die from the vaccine, but check this out. <sighs> Garnet Harper, 35-year-old husband and beloved father of five children, was denied a life-saving kidney because he refused to take the bioweapon experimental shot. Two of his brothers offered their kidneys which were matched, by the way. But no doctor would do the transplant unless he was vaccinated. He died May 22nd of this year, 2023, of end-stage kidney failure. Five kids left behind. What the hell did they do to us? What have they done? No, you can't have a life-saving kidney transplant from a relative because you haven't been vaccinated. They killed him. What happened here is no less than murder. They killed this man. He didn't die from late-stage kidney failure. He died from medical malpractice. 
You guys getting worked up yet? How about this? Darius tragedy, Darius Dinesh's heartbreaking autopsy, re autopsy results revealed by girlfriend who says Brit Singer had so much love to give. Guess what it was? Unexplained heart failure. They don't know why. His heart just stopped. Sister of Beauty Queen who collapsed at Michael Owen's stables breaks her silence on Jessica Whaley's tragic death. Oh, another cardiac unexplained heart condition. How about this one? Atchison was a 2022 Pella graduate. He was two days away from graduation from basic training when he died last week at a Georgia military hospital. He collapsed during basic training. Cardiac arrest. Clinical trial documents suggest Moderna skimped on autopsies, discounted serious injuries. Did the FDA even know? I think a better question is, did the FDA even care? And I think that the answer would be no. They got what they wanted. The, the pharmaceuticals. They got a ton of money. And they put a large chunk of that money back into the campaign coffers of politicians that pushed all this BS. Check this out creates a toxic spike protein in your body that can cause adverse reactions, including nervous system disorders, cancers, and worst of all, myocarditis. That's why I'm really worried death. about the future. So you might be thinking, those adverse reaction people are crazy. I got the shot. Nothing bad happened to me. I'll give you five reasons why that is. First, you have no idea where the tip of that needle is when they push that plunger. If it's in a vein or a capillary bed, those... Now, those particles will rapidly spread to your heart and to your brain, increasing your chances of neurologic and cardiac symptoms. Secondly, you have no idea how many particles are in that syringe. It could vary tenfold based on how it was prepared. And the more particles you get, the greater the chance of an adverse reaction. So maybe you just got lucky. Third, there is polyethylene glycol in the shot that keeps the particles from sticking together. If it degrades, and it does, you could get injected with coagulating goo that can cause a deadly stroke or a heart attack within minutes or hours. Fourth, the mRNA that's in the shot can degrade also, so it won't even make the spike protein at all, lessening your chance of an adverse reaction. Fifth, the more acidic your body is, the more spike proteins you will make, and that will increase the chance of an adverse reaction. So maybe you got lucky again, and your body, due to your diet, or medications was less acidic and you made less spike proteins. But you can only be lucky for so long. The effects of this shot are cumulative. So my advice is to never, ever get one of these shots again. And if you did get one, get your D-dimer levels checked for microclotting and troponin checked for myocarditis. These problems can be asymptomatic and result in chronic disease or death in two to five years if you don't do something about it. Thank you. All right. Thank you for your Well, maybe you just got lucky. There's not a single person out there who did not get the vaccine that regrets their choice. 
Okay. COVID anti-vaxxer. Oh, yeah. Um, this is this was this was a current video. This is regarding um, censorship, but this is completely, completely about this topic. And uh, because free speech, man, and misinformation, it's not. Listen to this, man, Miss Sanchez, man, she is an absolute commie. Check this no out. Right given to the people of the United States is absolute, and that includes the right to free speech. Protective measures were taken to take down disinformation. Wait a minute. No right in the Constitution is absolute? Does that mean that the right to life? The right to life apparently is not absolute. The right to freedom is not absolute. The right to the pursuit of happiness is not absolute. And the right to free speech is also not absolute, according to that commie. Extreme commie, Democrat. About vaccines and about the nature of the virus and about protective measures we could take, including masks, including social distancing. We are not trying to censor speech. We are simply trying to create factually correct information to prevent harm to people. It was public health measures to protect lives. <laughs> Again, something should be celebrated. Should be celebrated. Censorship should be celebrated. No, no right, not one, is absolute. Your life, your liberty, your pursuit of happiness, nope. Doesn't mean shit. Just a piece of paper. None of that stuff's absolute. We're going to change it. These people are communist bastards to the core. To the core. Speaking of the core, U.S. military confirms myocarditis spike after COVID vaccine in introduction. 151% increase of myocarditis for military service members after COVID vaccine rollout. Cases of myocarditis soared among U.S. service members 2021 after COVID-19 vaccines were rolled out. A top Pentagon official has confirmed there were 275 cases of myocarditis in 2021, a 151% spike from the annual average. Spike may not have been the best choice of words there. Anyway, uh, from the annual average from 2015 to 2020, according to Gilbert Cicerno Jr., Undersecretary of Defense for Personnel and Readiness, who confirmed data revealed by a whistleblower earlier this year. The COVID-19 vaccines can cause myocarditis, a form of heart inflammation that can lead to mortality, including sudden death. COVID-19 can also cause myocarditis. Hmm. Interesting. This guy's had COVID three times. I mean, how stupid do you have to be? Keep giving me the same thing over and over, and I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep, Defending it. It's like, uh, beat me in the head with a baseball bat. Oh, I got a bunch of bruises. I'm going to heal up. Oh, get, beat me again. Oh, I got more bruises. Heal up. Beat me again. Oh, yeah. F yeah. Yeah. Give me more. Give me more. <laughs> That's how insane this is. Check this out. 
Senator Dick Durbin, he's had COVID three times. First time he announced, this morning I tested positive for COVID-19. Thankfully, I am fully vaccinated and double boosted and only experienced minor symptoms consistent with CDC guidelines. I will quarantine and follow advice from my doctor while I continue to work remotely. Hmm. Then, the next time, this morning I tested positive for COVID-19. Thankfully, I am fully vaccinated and boosted and only experienced minor symptoms and quarantining consistent with CDC guidelines and follow advice from my doctor while I continue to work remotely. And then, unfortunately, I tested positive for COVID-19 today. I am disappointed to have missed critical work on the Senate NDAA this week in Washington, consistent with CDC guidelines, all quarantine at home and follow the advice of my doctor. Obviously, I read them backwards. I should have gone from top to bottom instead of bottom to top. But you get my meaning. Three times. First time, no vaccine. I got COVID. Second time, I'm vaccinated. I still got COVID. Third time, I'm vaccinated and double boosted. I got COVID, but thank God I did. Thank God I did. Tell you what, man. <laughs> Who the hell praises a vaccine? <laughs> the, to, to, vaccine. Vaccine. <laughs> to, something given to you to stop you from getting something. Who the hell praises that when they get it? Not once, not twice, but three times. And they still get it. Maybe two more boosters or three or four. God, these are these are the, our leaders, man. This was, <laughs> oh my God! All right, and uh, and then we have this. Uh, your favorite uh, COVID vaccine denier and mine, and and this is this goes back. Uh, by the way, before I start this video, before I start this clip, um, goes back to the beginning of the show. It don't discount people in this category. This person would fall into you know. Don't have your blinders on so much that you ignore other information. Don't be them. Don't be them, you know, the person you say, oh, they won't even listen to me. They're so closed-minded. You don't be closed-minded, okay? That's my advice for today. That's the theme of today's show. This next person would fall into both the friends and foe category where, you know, he was anti-COVID vaccine. He's also a Democrat and extremely liberal in many cases. He's also a presidential candidate that I think does make some good points in many of the things he says. I would never, ever vote on him simply because uh, <laughs> RFK Jr. Is a, is a complete socialist. He is entirely pro-choice. He's an environmental climate activist whack job. And he would strip away the Second Amendment if he could. On any one of those points, I would never vote for him. Having said that, even though I would never vote for him, even though I, I, I think he's a complete socialist, you know what? I still listen to him. You know what? I still glean information. Some of it's valuable. Some of it's valuable for me to use when I'm debating people of opposing views. Some of it's valuable because it's actually good information for anybody. This would fall into the category of good information for anybody. Check it out. Vaccine Act was passed in 86. It gave immunity from liability to the vaccine companies. There was then a gold rush by the vaccine companies to add new vaccines to schedule. Each new vaccine can guarantee that company up to a billion dollars a year. 
without any advertising or marketing costs because the vaccines are, are mandated for 76 million children by the government. They can save money on safety studies because it's the only medical product that doesn't have to do relicensing safety trials. That's hundreds of millions of dollars in savings potentially. And they save money also on downstream liabilities because they're immune from liability. So these products are just like printing money. So there was a gold rush to add new ones. By 1989, the vaccine schedule had exploded. The vaccine schedule ramped up dramatically and that gave made them very, very wealthy, very powerful. They came to control the media. They came to control the medical profession, medical training, the medical societies, such as the American Academy of Pediatrics. They came to own doctors. They came to own medical schools. They came to own everything. They bought politicians. They bought people within the regulatory agencies like the FDA and the CDC. They bought influence and they were, they were very successful at doing it. And that made them even more powerful. And so we now face a situation, catastrophic situation with the COVID shots where once again, they put it onto the childhood vaccine schedule of recommended vaccines so that those vaccines are now exempt from liability for death and injury. Remedy.film, it's coming out. I'm going to check it out. I don't know what entirely what it's about, you know, uh, ideologically. I don't know that I'm going to agree with it or not, but I'm going to check it out. Unlike Barbie and Ben Shapiro, I'm not Ben Shapiro. I did not check out Barbie, but I am going to check out Remedy.film. But uh, Ben's getting so much grief for that, as he should. We're going to close with this. I'm going to drop, drop down this list. Never forget... Uh, follower on Instagram provided the, this list. I think I've seen it before. Um, but I'm going to go through it again. And I'm going to read it out loud because there's people who are listening just on audio right now on podcasts. And uh, never forget, they forced us to stay home for two weeks to flatten the curve, then two months, then two years. They forced us to social distance outside they chained up swings and parks, tied off outdoor basketball nets, locked up outdoor dog parks. They shut down churches and AA meetings while leaving open Walmart and liquor stores. And I would add weed stores in the states where that was legal. They forced us to wear masks outdoors and anti-lockdown protests, which were outlawed in some jurisdictions, while justifying BLM protests because racism is a public health crisis. They forced us to celebrate holidays alone, to die alone, and to grieve alone. They restricted who we could have in our own homes. They forced us or tried to force us to quarantine our healthy kids for mere exposure, only to claim it was communication's mistake. They forced us to contact trace. They forced us and our kids to wear potentially toxic masks for the better part of the day. They demonized, censored, issued crippling financial penalties and even jailed those who protested. They forced us to take an exper experimental medication after having immunized the pharmaceutical companies from all liability. They lied to us about safety, efficacy, and quality control. They ignored those who were killed by their experimental drug, and they still are ignoring those. 
They vilified the grieving parents of deceased children for speaking out. They destroyed our economy, transferred our wealth to their already wealthy political friends, increased their power, while straddling the working class with unbearable debt. This was not an accident. It was not incompetence. It was not innocent. It was by design. It wasn't a test. It was the first step. And if it passes, if it passes with no political and legal repercussions, it will have, we will have learned nothing. They will have won and there will be no going back. I will never forgive. I will never forget. And I will always scream into the abyss until those who are responsible get their legal and or political coming up. I agree with everything there. I would add more, but definitely never forget. Definitely never give in and definitely don't stop watching. People are still dying. And those who put this upon us still don't care. Even those who say they do, many of the Republicans. What's going on? Who's investigating this? Who's going after this? Oh, they're investigating censorship. They're investigating whether COVID information was allowed on Twitter. They're investigating whether COVID information was allowed on Facebook Who's investigating whether the medication that was forced on so many is actually killing people? Who's investigating that? Why aren't they investigating that? Anyway, hey, thanks for tuning in today. If you've just been listening on the radio or any of the podcast channels, make sure to go to rumble.com slash the nun report. You can catch all the information and all the videos I put up right there. And I'd appreciate it. By the way, if you are watching this video, lower left-hand corner, hit the thumbs up. It's important that you hit the thumbs up because it helps the generic algorithms put the video out there to more people. I should have said that earlier on in the show. I got to learn to do that. I'm on all the socials at the nun report, except for TikTok, but don't do that commie BS or Twitter because I couldn't get the. So on Twitter, I'm just at nun report. Or just go to my website, the nunreport.com. Everything's right there all in one place. Anyway, hey, thanks again for watching. And as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers.